The Cynthia Joyner Real Estate Group is an award-winning team with hundreds of successful transactions under their belt. Through their national network, the Cynthia Joyner Real Estate Group works hard to help families realize the dream of home ownership. As a community advocate, Cynthia Joyner is proud to be the presenting sponsor of Jazz in the Park Huntsville. You can find the Cynthia Joyner Real Estate Group on the web at CynthiaJoyner.com. Jazz. Jazz. Jazz with Kenny Anderson. Welcome to Jazz with Kenny Anderson. I'm David Person, the producer of this great podcast. And as you may recall from our last episode, uh, we had a special conversation with jazz musician Steve Cole. Uh, it was so good and so expansive that we decided to uh, break the conversation up into two parts. And so part one was the last episode, and now here's part two of Kenny's conversation with Steve Cole. Your latest project is Smoke and Mirrors, and uh, I like the way this, the development, the evolution of this project is described, created entirely in pandemic, necessitated isolation, yielding, I think, uh, based on the description and the people who actually played on this project, one of your best projects ever. Tell me a little bit about the creation and the development of this. And I want to talk to you about a couple of specific areas of that that I think are extracted from this particular project. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, it was a very unusual way to make a record, you know. I've always, always, always been a big fan of, even though, like, again, you know, just because you can doesn't mean you should, right? I've always been a fan of of getting in the studio and 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 creating that energy of, of of human beings coming together and make music, where there just so happens to be people recording it, right? Uh, but that human interaction is so important to me, and obviously that was not something that could happen. Um, first of all, I was very surprised that I was even given the opportunity to do it, because when uh, Will. Whit Bigfield from, from Mac Avenue called me at the beginning of this whole thing. It was kind of like late April when he called to you know discuss this. And uh, I thought that what it was going to be was, hey, listen, we don't know what's going on. And we don't. And it was completely the opposite. He's just like, hey, man, this is a great opportunity for you to make some music, don't you think? And I'm like, yes, what a great idea. <laughs> That's, it's like a lifeboat, you know, I could, I could. I have something to do, <laughs> you know, artistically and just like at a higher level of things. So I was really excited. Uh, of course, the first phone call I made was to David Mann, and he and I have been, you know, collaborating for you know twenty years now. And uh, and we started this process of writing music together, and it was really interesting because again, I'm always biased towards being in the room with another person, right? Even in writing. But this experience was really cool because. Sometimes when you're, when you're in that flow with somebody in, in the same space, you'll be like, oh, man, no, let's check this out. Check that out. Oh, yeah, that's great. And then you're like, yeah, that's, the, that's it. And then you move on. And you, This time it was more contemplative. So, mm -hmm. you know, he would send me something and I would spend some time with it. 
And then I would send it back to him, and then he would listen to it. And they would say, hey, I love this. What about that? And there was this iterative process that had so much more space. And I think it, I think it ended up creating better writing because we had the time to live with things more. We weren't just in the moment. I think sometimes magic happens in the moment, definitely. But it was really cool to have that lag of time where you could live with something and really, really contemplate it and, 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 and think about it a little bit longer than you would if you were in the moment. So that was one thing that was cool. The other thing that was cool was all these great musicians that I can never get to play on my records because they're always on the road were home. <laughs> So I timing is everything, right? <laughs> right? You know, Brian Dunn, you know, uh Todd Zuckerman, drummer with sticks, who's my dear, dear friend, who was so excited that I called him to play a ballad. He's like, anyone else who ever hires me to play, you know, music always wants me to play like, you know, metal, rock and roll. He's like, Oh, thank you, Lord, for giving me a ballad. <laughs> But you know, it was it was it was really a joy, man, and, and and I think it it was a different experience. But I don't I don't think it was compromised at all by what we had to do to do it. I, I actually think there was a silver lining in, in in the way that we had to go about it that uh, made a, made a record that 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 had different facets um, than maybe some of the other ones that I've made had. Yeah, and it's a pretty amazing lineup that you assembled. As you mentioned, some of the names, but then. Their associations with so many other great names in the music industry is a pretty powerful testament to how you're able to bring this group of people together and then have this project delivered in such a timely way. And I'm talking about timing, especially because some of the issues that are dealt with in this particular project are actually issues that most of us would be able to identify with because they came from specific current events that were going on. Uh, issues dominating the headlines. And uh, you have one of the pieces in this particular project called Justice. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if you would just share a little bit about that project, that part of the project. Yeah. Uh, George Floyd was murdered about two miles from my house. And uh, the, the, the incredible groundswell of support for social change that occurred in my town during this time uh, and as an educator um, how students are reacting to it um, how 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 just the the public reacts to it you know it was it was, it was an overwhelming time uh, emotionally um, and it also you know, I, I think probably the thing that I felt most was humility because we all have to make sense of these things. We all have to, you know, kind of figure out how are we going to process these things. And the, the thing that I decided to do because I, I began to understand in very, very uh, uh, stark relief how much I didn't know, uh, how much I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I became a learner and a listener and an empathizer. And, and I just let it all kind of wash over me. Not over me, but like permeate me. Um, because I, I, I just felt like this is a moment that needs, you need to be present in. 
Um, and I thought I think it would have been very uh, pretentious to of me to, to to then say I am going to write something about this because I'm like who the hell am I? I'm a learner and a listener and an empathizer. I don't have standing to 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 necessarily comment but what I am going to do is I am going to let how I feel and and what I'm feeling and what I'm learning and what I'm listening to and hearing and the conversations I'm having and the knowledge that I'm gaining uh, permeate my my music making I'm, I'm gonna I'm, you know it, it's starting to be baked into the cake right and I'm just going to allow whatever that is to manifest. Not necessarily, you know, uh, in, in a prescribed way, but just in a, in a mindful way. And, 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 and justice was named after the fact. Justice was not written as a commentary on what happened uh, uh, with, with, the, with, with the killing of George Floyd and, and, and everything that, that, uh, that, went, that went with that and continues to, to go with that. I believe it was a song that, that came out of um, everything that I was feeling and absorbing and listening to and empathizing with. And after the fact, after listening to it, it started to occur to me that that's what it felt like. It, it felt like it, it felt like a, a bit of a, I don't know, uh, an utterance, I guess, you know, just, you know, I, I felt uh, at the same time, which I think a lot of people felt, I, I felt uh, horror. But as I started to see what was happening as a result, I started to feel like some hope. And, and I, I, you know, I, I hope that's, and, and that's what I started to hear in the piece, but, you know. I think it's an amazing piece. And I think that is very interesting how you place it at the end of the project. It's like you have this beautiful experience, smoke and mirrors that takes you all these different kinds of emotions uh, and um, experiences. And then you have justice placed at the end. And I really appreciate your very, um, uh, relevant and uh, very pragmatic uh, interpretation of how you were responding to that, not so much as, uh, you know, the voice or the commentator on this particular thing, but how this was actually speaking to you inside. And it almost seems like being placed at the end, it creates a bridge for your future as well as the listeners as well. So listeners can hear it, they can take from it what they choose. And of course, I believe you're hoping that they'll have that same kind of experience to introspectively look at themselves and where they are in this process. So I think this is beautifully produced and beautifully placed. And I think that's extremely significant. Oh, A lot of people you. have talked about two pandemics in 2020. They talked about racism, but there's also the pandemic of COVID. Mm -hmm. And at a distance speaks to some of the challenges that we have faced as a consequence of that. Talk a little bit about at a distance. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, another another kind of, you know, uh, after the fact naming of a song, it 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 started to remind me 
you know, it's because sometimes you're writing music, you don't know why you're writing it, you know where it comes from. You you got to live with it for a minute, and and you got to you know feel like I know where that I know where that's from. like it's making me feel this right after the fact. It's making me, so it's kind of longing. It's like you know, it's so interesting. You know, like uh, I remember when my father was alive. Probably after every conversation that I had with him after I'd moved out and, and I was on my own, even in college, the last thing he always says, call your mother. <laughs> call your mother. And, and my, my mom, you know, you know, was living alone and she was also, you know, quarantined. And, and, it's, and it's, you know, at least I, I had, you know, my wife and my puppy dogs and, you know, my mom was alone, you know. And, and so we would, uh, we started a thing where we were talking every single day. And I, you know, even though my father told me to call my mother every day, I didn't call my mother every day. And sometimes days would go by. Sometimes, you know, a week would go by. Um, but, you know, my wife and I would call our, 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 our mothers every single day. Mm. And it was interesting because we got so cl much closer. I mean, it's not like we weren't close, but that conversation every single day, it was bittersweet because we... We became so much closer, but we also felt further and further and further apart every single day. Mm. Because the closer we became, the more we wanted to be with one another. And, and it's that, you know, so much of my students, you know, I, I, I teach at the University of St. Thomas in, in St. Paul, Minnesota. And I, I teach courses in music industry and, and, and music entrepreneurship. And uh, same thing with my students. I had students starting freshman year. We'd never, we've never seen each other in, in three dimensions. We saw each other every week, a couple of times a week, just like you and I. And I, I feel like, you know, we're, we're hanging. Like, I feel like we're in the same room together and whatever. But, you know, it would be a lot hipper if we could, you know, hang out and have a bite, you know. Uh, and I started to feel that way about my students. It's like, man, I, I want to know you guys better, man. You guys are like amazing people that I'm seeing but you're all little postage stamps in front of me right now, you know. So that that was the kind of you know kind of longing. It was like we're becoming closer and closer and closer. But the closer we get, the further away we feel, and that's that's kind of what 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 I I, I believe inspired that that song because that's that's yeah. how I felt after I'd heard it. Yeah, the pandemic has taught us so much since we're still in the middle of it in many ways. The pandemic has taught us so much about what really matters. And it really has given us a chance, as people have talked about, resetting their lives to really, uh, you know, reorder our priorities and, and make the time for what needs to be made time for. The excuses that we made in the past, there's really no time for that because we have all realized as we have confronted this pandemic that life is probably not what we thought it was and that there's some things that we may want to look at differently. I got to mm -hmm. ask you about trust, which you described, and I think this is so cool as a cross between Van Morrison and Babyface, two of my favorites, of course, uh, conveying the composer's gratitude for those closest to him, whether physically or spiritually. You got to tell me a little something about that. Yeah, you know, to your point, I mean, it, it, it's really interesting that you talk about kind of how you reset some of your thinking, you know, as the result of what we've all gone through. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, some of us had, you know, little bubbles during, during COVID and, uh, because, you know, that was a thing you could do if you were super uh, aware of everyone's, you know, behaviors. And, but it, it took everyone, even close family members, 
you know. Everyone had a responsibility for one another. And it wasn't just uh, low stakes responsibility. <laughs> it was like, you have responsibility for my life and I have responsibility for your life, potentially. And, uh, and I think that that was a very powerful thing that, you know, I think that we all have that for one another, you know, anyway, whether it's our emotional life or our spiritual life or our physical life. You know, sometimes, you know, your family and your friends play a role in supporting you in, in all of that. And it was just so vivid at this time when you talk about trust, man, it's no joke. It's high stakes trust. And I think that that was an even stronger bond because you realize that trust is now at the surface. And, and it is truly one of, the, one of the pillars of the relationships that we have, and, it, and it's sacred. Um, so, yeah, man, that, that, uh, that, that was just kind of what I was thinking about, you know. Beautiful indeed. Um, Steve, this has been amazing, and I have absolutely and thoroughly enjoyed this opportunity to talk to you as we reflect on our journey personally that began in 2015 when you were the inaugural yeah. performer for Jazz in the Park Huntsville, it dawns on me, you just said something about hanging out and having a meal together. We need to probably look at having you come back in 2022. What do you think about that? I'm all good, man. I love Huntsville. <laughs> I had a blast. I remember walking around in front of the museum and everything. That was so cool. That, that's it. That's it. And listen, the skyline down here has changed so much. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to have your people talk to my people. We're going to see what happens in 2022. Yeah, man. Hopefully my people are still talking to me. So that's good. You know. <laughs> we'll see. You'll let me know. <laughs> the, yeah. And my people will let me know too, because they may be running away from me as well. <laughs> listen, some people call him Steve. Some people call him Dr. Cole. Some people call him just one amazing saxophonist and human being. Steve, thank you for being a part of Jazz with Kenny Anderson. Um, you know, don't go new on me now. Next time I come looking for you and say, uh, Kenny Anderson, who was that? <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> Not a chance. It's been my privilege to be here. Steve, thanks so much. Listen, if people want to get in touch with you, man, you got a lot going on. You got a me um, social media presence. You got an Internet presence. Tell people how to connect with you. That's the most important thing at this very moment. Yeah, I'm on all the face tubes and the uh, and the Insta tweets, you know. Uh, <laughs> <I'm> a, <laughs> you know, you, you Google, you know, and but you know what? The best the best way to find me is on my website, stevecole.net. Stevecole.net. Stevecole.com is a photographer who's very kind and usually sends my mail back to me. But uh, yeah, he he jumped he he jumped me on the dot com thing about you know 20 years ago. So stevecole.net. Also, of course, Facebook, Insta. Twitter, all them fun all things. All right. All right. All the standard platforms. Steve Cole, check them out. And you got to check out Smoke and Mirrors, folks. You will not regret it. It is an amazing piece of work inspired by the pandemic and so much more. And uh, Steve, thank you for joining us. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Jazz with Kenny Anderson is a partnership with Jazz in the Park Huntsville and is produced by David Person for David Person Media, LLC. The theme music was written and produced by Kelvin Wooten. Damian Malone provides podcast platform management. We hope you'll join us for the next episode of Jazz with Kenny Anderson. 
The Cynthia Joyner Real Estate Group is an award-winning team with hundreds of successful transactions under their belt. Through their national network, the Cynthia Joyner Real Estate Group works hard to help families realize the dream of home ownership. As a community advocate, Cynthia Joyner is proud to be the presenting sponsor of Jazz in the Park Huntsville. You can find the Cynthia Joyner Real Estate Group on the web at CynthiaJoyner.com. <laughs>